I got an EP. Okay, right. So you're on an employment pass, and when you went into the employment pass process in Singapore, so good, you're on an EP. And you're working for a Singapore employer, but can you work remotely for your Singapore employer? Absolutely. Okay. All right, great. Glad it does. So can you work remotely for your Singapore employer? Absolutely. That's up to you and your employer. You guys set your terms and what, you know, what are the conditions of your work? And you can. Now you're asking if you can work from Bali. I'm smiling because we do actually have quite a few clients who do work for Singapore employers, mostly pre-COVID, but now that Indonesia is reopening, people are returning to Bali. You know, I'm seeing stuff on, you know, on, online and Bali is, is coming to life again. So uh, working remotely from Bali, yes, that is absolutely a possibility. And it is quite common to meet many people working for Singapore employers remotely from Bali. So so the, the question is, what does that do to you from a tax perspective? Well, you're in an EP. So presumably you would still, as the, one of the conditions of UEP, generally speaking, and Bunyip will jump in, is that you are assumed to be tax residents in Singapore and you should still be subject to taxes in Singapore, even though you may be going back and forth and spending a lot of time in Bali. Am, am, I, am I correct in saying that, Bunyip? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just explain a little bit more. Okay. So mm -hmm. actually, your income derived from Singapore. So uh, where you work uh, is your choice of a uh, 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 working place uh, between you and your your employer so that doesn't dictate where uh whether the location so essentially your income derived from singapore so it's taxable in singapore uh, i don't know about you ali whether you're subject to resident uh, tests or what but in, in any case you'll be taxed in singapore you have right, to Sorry, that, that, that's a great point, uh, you know, uh, Bunyip, and, and to take that further, yeah, and now you're moving from a situation, if it is that you do trigger tax residence in Indonesia, which is a likelihood depending once you cross that 183 days, then you can be subject to taxes in Indonesia, which we mentioned during Bunyip's presentation, is much higher than Singapore. Singapore tops off at 22%. Uh, Indonesia, of which Bali is a part, is 30%. And the graduated rates are, so in other words, you move up the ladder faster than you do in Singapore. So yes, it's a higher tax rate, but for each band, it's gonna be higher as well. So be mindful of that. And the immigration laws are very, very strict in Indonesia. I was having a conversation with someone at the US Embassy in Jakarta, and he was telling me that they spend uh, an unfortunate amount of time getting Americans out of trouble in Indonesia because they're working there without permission. So, and remember, it's, you know, it's not working for an Indonesian employee, it is working in Indonesia without permission. So you need to have a conversation uh, with your employer and also with someone who can talk you through the intricacies of Indonesian tax. If you don't have someone, we have a colleague at Moz Roland in Jakarta and Bali, which is Dickie, he's the head of tax for Moz Roland. I can introduce you to him and you guys can have that conversation. So I hope that helps. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.